0: Hey, welcome to Changing Culture Podcast with David Phillips. In our podcast, we try to look for ways, look at ways other people are working to change their culture, to change life around them, and even to change their own lives. Today, I want to talk a little bit about Ellen DeGeneres, talk about some marketing efforts at Converse and what they're trying to do, and maybe even pitch in a little uh, Martin Luther King and have a discussion about what it means to change culture, change your culture by doing things for others. So we're going to talk about that. We'll be back in a second. So, did you hear what um what happened on Ellen last week? Um a pastor uh, apparently is outraged at the the gay agenda in Hollywood as if that should surprise anybody. And uh he took the opportunity to write an op-ed for the Christian Post and uh and in doing so, he he attacked Ellen DeGeneres. Uh he said um about her, that Ellen celebrates her lesbianism and marriage in quotes in between appearances of guests like Taylor Swift to attract young girls. Now, I'm a Taylor Swift fan, and I'm also an Ella DeGeneres fan. I, I, I was that wasn't always the case for either one, quite frankly. When Ellen came out in the 90s in her television show as being gay, it Rocked the world, the the, and um, I just dismissed her completely. I, I thought she had been funny in the past, and when all of that uh, began to happen, I really did just begin to to dismiss her. But um, when her daytime show came on, um, not that I watched it because I was working during the day, but but I began to read uh and see video clips of some of the things that she did and was doing to help people and yes she's gay and I get that and I don't necessarily agree with that uh, I, I've done some some research on this and, and even in my doctoral work uh, I looked at brain function and so I, I kind of applied that strategy of uh, of research and looking at it at, at how a person um, becomes gay how how Uh, homosexuality is is developed and is it social or is it genetic and i I think it is a little bit of both it is um is not something that um that i approve of necessarily and nor is it you know something that i'm going to condemn a person for um for being but as i as i read um, a lot of about what she was doing and about the the things that she she was doing for people uh, through her show, uh, giving people uh, houses and cars and paying for education and and giving them cash when they needed when things were down and people were broken and um, uh, people were struggling and she comes to their to the rescue and she comes to help them out. I, I, you begin to get this this different picture of Ellen and I began to have a, a different understanding of her and a different perspective about her. I think that in my mind, for me anyway, and probably for a lot of others, she has redefined herself uh, people don't necessarily think of her being gay anymore. They they understand it. They understand who she is and and how she is, but they don't look at her as a a gay entertainer or a gay comedian or a gay television show host as much as they think about the things that she does for others and how she changes lives by simply being good to others. Uh, it, it was interesting her in her response to to this. Um, she said that really that the only way I'm trying to influence people is to be more kind and compassionate with one another. She said, I don't have an agenda. And I I think, um, I think that's true in general. I think she's probably a little naive if she thinks that, um, there is no agenda. But I think she's just living her life and I think she's trying to be good and I think she's trying to help people out and she's trying to encourage them, um, to be who they are and be true to themselves. She is, In fact, she said in her in her response, attention youth of the world, I want you to live your lives being exactly who you are. Be true to yourself. And I think that um, all of this is something that we need to look at uh, in our own lives and, and in the corporations that we work in, the corporations we lead, and the organizations that we work in, the organizations that we lead, about how to, to impact others to, to change the lives of others and by doing so to change the culture that is around us and the way she did it is to be nice to people when when people had a need uh, she she gave she didn't ask for anything in return she just gave because that's that's part of who she is and it it changed lives it changed multiple lives and it also did uh, something for her own brand which is to make her brand um, uh, to transform her brand from from being a a lesbian brand to being a good person brand to being someone who cares about others brand and to being someone who's genuinely funny and genuinely compassionate and genuinely caring and uh, she she achieved this I think in large part a because because culture has changed and and we have to acknowledge that but but b just just by doing good things for other people by by looking at um what's important uh in other people's lives by being generous and being giving and in doing that she she's changed her her own brand and she's changed the lives of people. And, and she's doing things that quite frankly many of the people that criticize her namely us Christians who um like to think we own the 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 market in in the on the corner about what is moral or not uh, she does things that we don't do and she does things that that our churches don't do uh, she does things um, that maybe as as a church we we can we would do to to people that we know are people that are part of our, our church or part of our congregation, but we don't generally do these things as much uh, or as well uh, to those outside the community. And I, I think that this is an opportunity not only for organizations uh, to, to make an impact in, the, in your in your city and make an impact in your community by by doing things for other people, surprising, um, surprise someone with, um, a free purchase, just come in uh, the next day and say, Hey, do you know what? Today, today I'm going to give the 15th customer, tell your employees, we're going to give the 15th customer, um, their purchase is going to be free and see what that does. Uh, to To find out an, a need in a community or a need in a person's life, and just without any fanfare, uh, just go meet that need. Uh, whether it's dropping something off or maybe it's a service that they need, those kinds of things are huge in in not only branding and reputation, corporate reputation, but in in setting a a model, setting a precedent for. Uh, for changing the community and and the the people around you. Because if you model the behavior of giving and if you model that behavior of doing for others and if you model that behavior of service, then other people are going to join in. And when you begin to have a community that thinks more uh, about the other than they do about themselves, then you've got a pretty awesome community and you've got a pretty awesome community. Uh, culture in which people are c- caring and compassionate and and life is uh, shared and life is uh communal in, in a way that we look out for each other we we become our brother's keeper uh we we care about each other and and we we help and make sure our neighbors our families uh, our communities our suburbs our subdivisions are are Community groups, whatever we're involved in, that that people are uh, taken care of, that people's needs are taken care of, and that people have um, uh, have people that genuinely love them, and um, that's a huge way that a, that a, a business or a corporation or organization can can get its name out can. Uh, can help change the community it lives in, and, and the same goes for the church. I, I wrote a paper several years ago. I was doing um, um, a doctoral class in organizational communication at the University of South Florida in Tampa, and I my final paper was um, was entitled "The Impact of Service on the Reputation of the Church and Its Ability to Impact Culture," and in in this the the research that I I did for that paper i i looked at churches whose who were built around serving the community and i also looked at first century church uh second century church and how they went from um, statistically insignificant part of the roman empire and by that i mean seven or ten thousand to um To over fifty percent of the Roman Empire in less than two hundred and fifty years, and the reason for that, the reason for that growth, was they were the the Christian community and the church was known to take care of the people that that no one else would take care of, and so was it was this expression of service and this expression of love, and it was part of the the conversion of the Roman uh, the Roman Empire. Um of course constantine's cross didn't hurt but um but that made a huge impact on on the people that were that, that lived during that day and when they saw these christians who they hated and were told to hate and thought were uh, godless people or uh, when they saw them taking care of people people that even their own government wouldn't take care of it touched a chord. There's something, you can hate somebody until they do something nice to you and for you. And if they continue to do something nice for you or nice to you, it's hard to hate them anymore. And uh, from, a, from the church standpoint, there's so much to be gained and so much to be, um, so much to be done for the kingdom or in the kingdom uh, by serving others. I, I love the, the Jesus, um, Jesus's statement when he came to uh, and announced his ministry, he said, "I've come that the blind can see, the deaf can hear, that the poor are, are helped." This is from Luke four, and and so it, it it's a huge opportunity for for even a religious uh, organization. To, if you if you serve others and you, and you share with others, then that's going to impact your ability to impact culture and to change culture. And that kind of that kind of dovetails into uh, a conversation or an interview I had today with, uh, or heard today on SiriusXM Radio. As I was coming home, I, I listen. Oftentimes, I listen to um, the Wharton Business Radio on SiriusXM, and they were having a an interview with the Vice President of Global Branding at Converse. Uh, a man by the name of Jeff control and he he had this um they have they have transformed how they do marketing um and, and they don't they don't do tv anymore they don't do uh some of the traditional marketing uh, methods what they One of the things that they've done is they've realized that musicians wear their shoes a lot. Now, this is a 100-year-old brand. Chuck Taylors have been around forever. They were the first uh, high-performance sporting shoe back in the 50s and 40s and 60s and uh, 70s. And um, so they, they have had this brand and... Have have made good use of it. Uh, one of the things that they realized, though, was that musicians were wearing their shoes a lot, and it was um, it was something that it was marketing that they could not they could not pay for. It was just it was great that the the music community, the artistic community, is is wearing their shoes. And what better advertising uh, to a, a millennial generation uh, than to have have their heroes, the the people that they look up to, or the people that they they treasure as artists and musicians and, and maybe even in other ways wear Chuck Taylors, wear Converse shoes. And so what they chose to do is, is not to try to sponsor things with, with artists and musicians, but instead to, to go to that constituency, to, to go to those specific consumers who are opinion leaders and, and ask them, what can we do for you? how can we um how can we help you shape culture? how can we help you um, do what you do better and he said some of the things that he they heard from uh, from this this musical uh these musical folks that they they have engaged and built relationships with is that uh, they uh, he shared the story of of one guy who uh was a musician he was trying to get into a band or trying to uh and trying to get in to kind of break into the scene and he was waiting tables to to have cash and to have benefits uh and just playing music and he said one of the you know one of the problems uh for him is that he he needs a good recording to be able to 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 move forward in his career but he can't get the money for a good recording uh, until he can get into to a band or or move forward in his career. So one of the things they did is they have built a a fifty two hundred square foot recording studio in Brooklyn, and they have staffed it with the best stuff, and they have staffed it with uh, Grammy award winning um, uh, folks to to run the sound and uh and do the recording and they open that thing up and they they give it to people for free now they they tell famous people no but they give it to people who are trying to break in who are trying to 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 get ahead who are looking for a break um they give it to them for free and they expect nothing in return and uh in the past um i believe it was three years they they've they have had this. They built this about three years ago. In the past three years, they've had over 800 musicians come through and use their services, and it's completely free. And they're they're uh, about to open another one in in um, in Boston, which is where their corporate headquarters is going to be uh, during this year. Now, you may you know you may think, well, it's converse. It's not a huge brand. It's not, um, but or whatever, but. Uh, on Facebook, it's the, it's the biggest brand on Facebook. Now, granted, it's not Google granted. It's not Coca-Cola, but it's the biggest brand on Facebook. It's the biggest brand, um, among the artist community, as far as the shoes that are, that are being worn. People love Chuck Taylor's people love Converse. Chuck Taylor's either the high tops or the low tops. Um, and, and it's huge. And so here's a company that has has said, you know, we don't want to sponsor uh, artists and musicians. We want to help them do wh- help, give them a break, and to help them do what they do better, and to to do what they what is needed to do, to help them uh, to help make their lives better. And I think that's a huge. Uh, a huge thing for a, a, an organization to say that for us they don't spend tv money that he said um, in fact he said we could we, as much money as we would spend on a six-week campaign we could we could fill our recording studio for five years uh, so a six week he said so we have a choice we have a we can do a six-week Te- television commercial campaign that nobody will remember in a year, or we can uh, we can make the, we can impact the lives of people struggling, working, trying to get ahead, m- get a break in in a particular uh, industry. We can do that over a five year period and it not cost them a dime. And this is a brand, Converse, that is. That is trying to 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 shape culture by empowering people, uh, certain segments of the market, uh, to shape culture. So they're indirectly shaping culture by empowering those uh, people who who are opinion leaders and who who are shaping culture. Another thing that they're going to do is they're going to create uh, something similar to this for for uh, the art community. And uh, to make to make that available as well, and that brings me to Martin Luther King Jr. Monday was the is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and we celebrate uh, much of what he did and who he was as a person, as a man, and as a cultural transformer. Uh, Martin MLK believed in a uh, in a nonviolent Methodology of 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 changing culture, and I I think that's important to note. He he didn't fight culture, fight the the horrible uh, segregation with um, with fists and guns and arms. He he fought it with love. He fought it by uh, doing what is best for the other and fought in a way that earned him respect. And if if we're going to work at at changing the communities around us and the culture that we live in, we have to learn how to fight. And we have to fight the right way we have to fight by by thinking about the other and in empowering people who who share our voice and can raise their voice in a way um that influences others empower them to do what they do best which is influence Change comes when when people who are just orthodox enough just orthodox enough speak into the current system and have the respect of those within the system. They speak into it and they bring others along. And that's what Converse is trying to do that's what Ellen is trying to do and that's what Martin Luther King Jr. tried to do and and if you look in your community and you look in your world and, and even look in your home and you see things that just need to be changed whether it's segregation or racism or anger or people's lives just need to be better as you see the brokenness that humanity lives in and you want to make that change and empower those who have the the ability to influence others because not everybody's a not everybody's a, a an opinion leader but find those people and empower them Get involved with the community in which you live. See where areas, uh, see the areas that need to be broken or need to be healed, and and work at them. Bring people together and and can find the connections, make the connections, develop the relationships with people who can, um, who you can influence and who can influence uh, other folks. My wife and I are uh, in the final stages of becoming foster parents. And it's because we saw a need in the community, in in the county in which we live. There, are 144 kids in foster care, and there are 24 homes, foster care homes. And we see the brokenness, the brokenness of families. We see the the abuse that goes on. We see the. My wife's a teacher. She sees it, and and her heart is is tilted that way and mine is too and so we have decided that that one way that we can try to change the trajectory of uh of a life and maybe the the trajectory uh, of a community down the road is to is to invest our love and our 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 giftedness and 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 the blessings that we've been given to into the lives of, of people who who aren't as lucky as we are and aren't as blessed as we are and if we look around we, we, you can find them uh, you can find people like that in the schools in the schools wherever you are you can find them uh, on the side of the road uh, you can f- you can find them in section 8 housing you can find them among the broken and battered and tattered you, you can find them on park avenue and you can find them wherever you are there is a level of brokenness. There's a, a, a cycle of, of pain. There, there are, there's brokenness all around. And, and if you look, if you become aware, you, see, you can see where, those, where you can touch the lives of someone or the life of a culture, the life of a community, the life of a subdivision. But you've got to see it, and then you've got to do something about it. Whether you're an organization, whether you're a church, whether you're just a, a couple or an average Joe, it, it's all there. You just got to see it. And then you got you, you to gotta work at it. It's seeing and doing. It's seeing and doing. It's seeing and doing. And, and there is nothing that cannot be changed if we see something, see a need, and do something about it. So, um... When you think about um, when you think about wanting to, to make a change, whether it's it's as a business, as a family, as a church, a religious group, look around. It's there. And if it's not there, ask around because somebody knows somebody that needs their lives changed. And if you think about the other, if if it's not always about you, if you're more concerned with the other than you are yourself, if you are open to giving and not just receiving, then you can do something about whatever is going on in your community. So take the time to do that. See what's going on and do something about it that's the podcast for this week thanks for listening i hope you have a great week and we'll see you in a couple of weeks and uh continue the journey together